Welcome into the Fast Lane here on CBS Sports Radio Lynchburg. My name is Trey Lyle. Of course, I typically run the board, but today I'm also filling in for Ed, who is out with back-to-school night uh, with his kids. So he's uh, getting the kids ready for the last year of preschool. He mentioned that earlier this week, so I'm filling in for Ed today. Uh, and I wanted to talk about a unique spot the Pac-12 is in. Obviously, Pac-12 will probably be this last season as we know it as a power conference. But it's going out with the banger. I, I think maybe, the you know, obviously the most impressive quarterback class that you can see with, you know, i.e. Kale Williams, who will be the number one pick in the draft. You have uh, Bo Nix and Michael Penix Jr., who, who are both electric. And then you go down to guys like Sherwood Sanders, obviously Colorado with Coach Prime. Shout out Ed again. Washington State's Cam Ward is really good as well. Cam Rising, when he comes back, uh, it depends on if he plays uh, this year. Even, you know, look at Arizona. Jaden Delaro is really good. Uh, DJU, uh, I think, can have a, a really good year at Oregon State. And even Arizona State has Drew Pine, who's won games at Notre Dame. Um, this is an impressive quarterback group. So I know people's talking about the deathbed of the Pac-12, but I will say this. Even though their games will be hard to watch this year because they're hard to get access to, they should have a lot of banger games this year. I know we'll talk preview the season, who's our favorite odds. Obviously, uh, the Pac-12 is known to have some pretty good quarterbacks. You go back to, uh, you know, Andrew Luck, Marcus Mariota, uh, all the quarterbacks that came through uh, USC. I will give a shout-out, too. Uh, this is not—we we, I mean, talked about Cal, Stanford, UCLA— uh, maybe the best freshman quarterback, at least to start this year, Dante Moore, it, it appears to possibly start for Chip Kelly in UCLA. So that's uh, pretty interesting as well. So shout out to the Pac-12 uh, for having uh, the best quarterbacks in the country from top to bottom across the league. You have some bright spots this year. I think on your field action is going to be really good with bangers of games this year. But unfortunately, it appears to be the last year due to college realignment, which kind of sucks because that that it really, you know, I, I think a lot of good programs are building. I think Oregon State is a program on the rise, and unfortunately, they're a really big victim to college realignment. We got a packed show for you, talking a lot of Hokies with VT Scoops, Andrew Alex, and talking some NASCAR with Brian Nolan. So we're going to jump into the Fast Five at Five-ish. It's time for the Fast Five at Five-ish. Five fast-paced, quick-witted things you need to know right now. Number five. We'll get some thoughts at Brian Nolan about this right now, but yesterday NASCAR dropped NASCAR Classics. It's a website slash Twitter account. Uh, dedicated with one th over 1,000 NASCAR Cup Series races available for free with no ads. Uh, they, you can filter by era, track, or keyword. Search for your favorite driver, even race name. Uh, you can customize timeline features, ensures viewers their jump directly to key moments in the race. Uh, it, it's actually it was really cool to see. I've been checking it out, watching a, a couple of races. We'll talk more about it with Brian Nolan uh, later on today. But uh, they also dropped the 75 greatest races on there. It's a big part of that. Obviously, this being the 75th anniversary of NASCAR. And I'll just put it this way. The first race on that list is Michigan in August of 1951. And it ends with, obviously, the Hail Mellon last year in Martinsville in October 2022. So a lot of good races in there. Make sure you check that out if you're a NASCAR fan. NASCARclassics.com. 
Uh, I think that's a really good initiative by NASCAR. Number four. Less than a month into Josh Harris' ownership of the Washington Commanders, Anheuser-Busch has returned as a major sponsor of the franchise. It's the second big sponsorship announcement this past week for the franchise. On Wednesday, the team announced that Verizon had become a sponsor, agreeing to a two-year deal. Anheuser-Busch had ended its longtime sponsorship with the team in March of 2022 amid investigations of previous owner Daniel Snyder by Congress and the NFL, costing the team approximately $3 million. Uh, a team source said at the time, though the company did not publicly share Snyder's Snyder was the reason it dropped Washington and I suppose had cut ties with other teams around the same time sources in the commanders organization, as mentioned, believe this is the reason that's not shocking um, that they're back. It's all about uh, as, as Ed would like me to play dollar dollar bills, y'all. And it makes sense to, to have them come back. It, you know, obviously, I think sponsorship is going to be a really big thing for Washington now with Josh Harrison. It, it seemed to be a big reason why, ultimately, the dollar dollar bills, y'all, was the reason that got moved out, uh, got Daniel Snyder moved out, and ultimately leads to some new dollar dollar bills, y'all, for the Washington Commanders. Number three. I found this fascinating. Obviously, uh, Stanford, Cal, and SMU are tapping some powerful allies in their bid to join the ACC. Uh, former Secretary of State Condoleezza Rice on behalf on Stanford's behalf. Also, former uh, playoff committee member. How about that? And former President George W. Bush. Yes, that George W. Bush, uh, former graduate of SMU, has been in contact with league officials in the ACC in order to get those representative schools into the league. Yahoo's, Yahoo Sports tell, tell, uh, tell the reports. That is interesting. Obviously, they were on the same administration. Condoleezza Rice was George W. Bush's Secretary of State, I believe. So that's actually quite interesting how uh, both of them are now working together. They didn't say who uh, who Cal had tapped um, uh, for their representative. Uh, you get Aaron Rodgers, I guess, to do it. I don't know. I can't remember a president off the top of my head that went to Cal. Uh, but... You know, George W. Bush, Condoleezza Rice are two big names, uh, two influential names in this country. Uh, Condoleezza Rice, you know, is a very well-knowledged person when it comes to football and the college game. Obviously, as mentioned, she sat on a playoff committee. Uh, So how about that? Uh, Condoleezza Rice and George W. Bush uh, trying to uh, have some influence in the ACC. That is college realignment in 2023. Number two. Basketball is almost back. I know football season is right around the corner, but also the NBA did announce its schedule today. Opening night will be banner raising in Denver as they'll take on their, I guess, newly formed rivalry with the Lakers. So makes sense. Jokic versus LeBron. That should get a really good TV rating. And then the nightcap is uh, CP3's uh, return against the Suns as the Warriors will take on the Suns. This is uh, unique for the NBA. Typically do an Eastern Conference game and a Western Conference game. They're doing two Western Conference games, which... If you really look at the stars of the league, they're mostly out west. Uh, if you want to make a marquee matchup, you're not going to do Philadelphia, Boston, with everything going on in Philadelphia. Do Miami's Boston. That would be a good opening night matchup. But NBA announced its full schedule today. You can check that out online, on tw- on Twitter, on X, wherever. Uh, but uh, let's go back to football for our last one. And number one on the Fast Five at Five Ish. A Liberty coach is named their starting quarterback. Well, a 401 at least, yeah. Former head coach Hugh Freeze at Auburn is named his starting quarterback, which is Michigan State transfer Peyton Thorne uh, against UMass uh, over Robbie Ashford, who was the incumbent. Not shocking given his transfer. Um, you know, Peyton Thorne probably can manufacture is a, is a better thrower than Robbie Ashford. 
Um, so it makes sense. Obviously, Peyton Thorpe was on the team, mainly led by Kenneth Walker III, which is the former Wake Forest transfer at Michigan State to go to the Peach Bowl. But uh, it, it's cool to see, you know, uh, you know, someone finally named their starting quarterback because no one has named it really here in Virginia, except UVA. Of course, they have as well. But Liberty and Virginia Tech are still looking for that. And there is your Fast Five at Five-ish. Speaking of starting quarterbacks, we'll ask Andrew Alex from VT Scoop his thoughts on the quarterback battle going on at Virginia Tech, plus a lot more. This is the Fast Lane on CBS Sports Radio Lynchburg, a part of the Virginia Talk Radio Network.